Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google Play Maps, Podbean, Castor Oil. <laughs> Sometimes in my anus. Nope. Uranus. Never. It's on other planets as okay. the globally rated number one syndicated podcast about parents. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. You forgot to say your name. I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. Yep. And this Sorry. is the disaster that is our lives. <gasps> what if we came up with a new intro like the Days of Our Lives? You remember we the have- Days of Our Lives song? No. No. What? I, Meredith. Okay. There's a 20-year age gap between oh. us. It was so dramatic and wonderful, the Days of Our Lives song. Like, just the sound of it. We should Sing. find it and play it. No, like, you got to – I don't know if I could – I don't want to screw with the computer. Let me yeah, look at my phone. I'll just take your word for it. I'll find it on my phone. I feel like we do come up with a new intro every, every week. Time. It's just a freestyle. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. That's it? That's it. Isn't that wonderful? That's the whole intro? It's glorious. All right. Yeah. I don't know how that would fit in with what we're doing, but... The days of our parenting lives. Ugh. I've got a story. But jump, since jump you us started off. yours. No, no. Mine was just normal shenanigans. Dude. All right. So three days left to school. This probably counts as a mom fail. So we'll just, we'll word it that way. Three days left to school. I get a call. Hello. Is this the mother of Chloe? And I was like. Yeah. No. It depends. What's up? And she's like, we're calling to let you know that Chloe was involved in a physical altercation at school today. Oh, gosh. And I I, I was like, what? She's in first grade. What are you saying? Apparently, I debated on whether or not to talk about this because I don't want her to be embarrassed. Maybe I should leave the details out. I mean, I don't think she's listening to the podcast anytime soon, but that's totally I know, up but to her you. friends or her friend's mom. So basically, she got punched in the eye and Spartan kicked some girl, and then four girls were beating the crap out of each other. Can you set the context for us? Could we have that? That's the embarrassing part. Okay. 
But okay, so these two girls allegedly have been giving us issues all year. Mm. Chloe gets in the car every day after school emotional mm. because of how mean these were. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. they're not. They're kids. They can't be. I really got to not refer to them. These girls, dude, I don't like it. First of all, Chloe's lunch all of a sudden is costing 20 bucks a day. And I'm like, what's going on? And apparently these girls are bullying her into buying them things, right? She doesn't know how to say no. And then they say, I won't be your friend if you don't buy me a cookie or whatever. And then I guess all day, every day, these girls are like, I'm not going to be your friend if you don't do this or whatever. Okay. So clearly my daughter is a bit of a follower, wants to be accepted. No clue where she gets that from. So yesterday, allegedly the bullies were talking crap about Chloe. This other girl heard it and decided to confront the bullies to defend Chloe, which would be a really great story. Except Chloe went up to the girl who was defending her and said, don't talk to my friends that way. Having no clue that the girl was defending her Mm. and clearly still desperate for acceptance from these two girls. I'm assuming she's like, if I stand up for them, they'll like me. Mm -hmm. The girl who was defending her was like, basically I was defending you bitch and punched her in the eye. Oh, didn't see that twist. And Chloe was like, I don't know what defending means. And Spartan kicked her. And now they're all tussling. On the playground? In class. In class. And so when the lady called, she said, I will be honest. Chloe was the most innocent out of the four. Chloe was the least involved. I I think Chloe didn't know what was happening and is ready for the school year to be over mm. and feeling feisty and just jumped in the scrap. So <clears throat> I'm shocked because I was bullied. I was like picked on like that all growing up and I wanted to be accepted and I wanted to be accepted so bad that I like took a lot of flack. So part of me was super proud that she was standing up for her friends. And so when she got in the golf cart, she said, I was just trying to stand up for my friends. And I'm like, we're going to have a long talk over the summer about the definition of a friend, honey. But there you go. I, and I let her know, like, violence is not the answer. Definitely always tell a teacher, I don't want you to ever be violent but if somebody punches you in the eye bitch you you spartan kick like you good for you for standing up for yourself and i know that that's not good parenting advice but honestly truly i was not upset i was impressed that inst because i know if i accidentally brush past chloe too hard she collapses on the floor and cries and begs for an ambulance So the fact that in this moment, she got square punched in the eye, like it's blue, like a real punch. She didn't back down. And I was very impressed. And it was her first thing. She's in first grade. She doesn't know what's going on. So I am going to make sure that I spend time 
teaching her the definition of a true friend, teaching her how not to be a follower while teaching her to continue sticking up for herself. Now, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like this is a big heated subject as far as violence. Um, what would you have done or said if your daughter was in the wrong and started getting involved in something without the whole story ended up getting into a tussle. Like I'm torn. I don't want to encourage her to be violent, but I also don't want her to feel like she's in trouble for retaliating. Like, what do I do? What should I have done? Well, so language is important, right? So let's use, use the word she retaliated when I think you meant, this is me using my words, you didn't say this. I think you meant that she was defending herself. Yes. So if you believe it to be that she was defending herself, I don't know that you want to consider it retaliatory because that definitely has more of a negative connotation when you retaliate against. Do you know what I'm saying? Like in, in this do. instance, I feel like you felt she was defending herself. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think... A lot of us, if somebody threw, threw hands at us, we'd probably throw hands back in a defense mechanism mode, right? I think the big issue that you have to have to have the big sit down with Chloe about is what is a friend and what mm. these girls were doing. They're not your friends. And uh, this is how we know they're not your friends based on this evidence, which is picking on you, making you buy things at lunch, bullying you, getting you in this situation in the first place. Right. And we aren't, th those are not people we hang out with. Those are not our friends, uh, because this is first grade. And I mean, obviously kids, kids do things. I mean, there are definitely fights on campuses all the time. I don't even know if you can consider it a fight, right? Like they're, they're tiny little things at this age, but yeah, there were big emotions and big feelings and big things going on. And you know, she acted the way she acted. So now you got to kind of go backwards, right? And say, okay, yeah, this is what we're doing. And they've been to the behavior specialists, this group of girls before. That's what you've said. You've said that this is the same. These are the same girls. That's why I'm saying to you at this point, I feel like you have enough ammo to go in and be like, I really don't want my kid in the same class. Oh, I did. That okay. They're not going to be in the same class next okay. year. Okay. I was going to say. Made, that was part of the phone conversation. And honestly, it wasn't even my doing. I didn't even think about it at the time because I was in shock. She's like, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that they're not in the same class next year. And I yeah. was like, hell yeah. Nobody wants that. They've already clearly seen that this group together – which it happens every school year across the country in every classroom. There is a group. It is just the way it is. I mean, I taught for 13 years and there were kids that we would be at the, at the, up at the, uh, guidance office every day was saying, we got to separate these. We got to separate these kids. This is bad news bears club. And that's what you have to, I mean, because it just, some personalities are going to clash nine times out of 10 and, you don't need that every day because that then, you know, and Chloe is going home in that state every single day. So that also gives, that is giving her, she's putting an emotion together with school, with all of these other things. And you don't want that because she's a smart kid. She's uh, very bright. She's, you know, you want her to enjoy school. It doesn't, it's not supposed to be 
you know, go to school and then it's gang up on Chloe day every day, you know? Yeah. I, um, I have to let this cat in, dude. Mm -hmm. The door's open. I know that you don't understand that concept, but you could walk through it. Um, who is this? Is this sister or brother? The girl. Oh, because I know she's been giving you the paw after giving you so much affection lately. You know what? I'm done with the games, honestly. I should have <laughs> left her outside. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, there was no retaliate. I mean, there, I don't know why that's my word. There was no punishment for the girl as far as I know. Um, I think because it's the end of the school year, they sent home a notice of concern that I had to sign and return to the school today. Right. And um, we're just, you know, school's almost over. And then I felt guilty. I was like, I, I forgot to give her medicine the night before. So is this my fault? Is her brain like short circuiting because I'm a piece of crap and forgot to get, you know, the mom get, it's just a weird thing yeah. to have other little people who you're responsible for. And when they do wild SHIT, it's hard not to be like, oh God, okay, this is my bad. Now I have to fix it. So that was very fresh and she was very shocked that I wasn't upset. Hmm. Now, if she goes to school swinging every day, we're going to have issues, but I think the biggest thing that we need to focus on now is knowing when somebody's walking all over you and it doesn't feel right. And, and what a real friend feels like, and I'm going to use examples with other friends in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I do, I, I see it. That was me. Like I wanted to be liked so bad that I let people make fun of me. I let people take advantage of me and stuff just because I wanted them to laugh and feel comfortable and be around me. I never would have put hands on people. I would have just let them punch me probably. And so, I mean, out of the two kids, I'm not surprised it's her that I got the call about. But being a parent is weird. Yeah, but I don't – I mean, this isn't a situation where she instigated. It was a defense. Right. So, I mean, is it good that – you know, I mean, one time Matias was – I don't know, maybe it was third or fourth grade, and he got pantsed in the schoolyard by a girl. Just She just flagged his pants down. Mm. Now he had on underpants, saving grace, but um, he did nothing. He didn't do anything back. Well, what? He stood there, pulled his what? pants up, and then walked in, in from recess. What would? What were some options? I don't think there were. I'm just saying shit happens, and you mm. you get phone calls, and people do stuff, and the teacher's like, well, we just think that she has a crush on Matias. I'm like, I don't really care if she has a crush on Matias. Let's not pull people's pants down in the um, schoolyard, like as a thing, but it was a big thing. Everybody was doing it, right. It was happening mm. all over campuses across the, they were calling it, I think flagging, which I don't understand the lingo, but anyway, um, so he didn't really, he, he could have, I guess, pushed the girl or yelled at the girl or whatever. Right. Like, I mean, it would have been a response, but he knew he was like, I can't, I can't push a girl. I'm going to be in mm. way more trouble. I better pull my pants up and run inside and hope nobody saw it when the whole class did, it's you know, so and it sucks. And that's the school stuff, right? Elementary crap that we all deal with. And mm. what I'm saying is you're not alone. These situations happen a lot. 
Thank you know, you. Brian and Brian and his friend, um, they would wrestle full on hardcore spider monkey wrestle. Mm. And sometimes they would be mad and do it. Sometimes it was just a joke around or whatever. But we got so many phone calls where we're like, we can't have them in the same class. And both of us as the moms were like, well, they're best friends. And they're like, yeah, but they're wrestling on the carpet. And we can't <laughs> we have to get two teachers to pull them apart. And they're like, you know, and it's like, well, okay. And it's hard. It's tough. None of it's easy. And they all do stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. A lot. Well, that was our first fight of the year. <laughs> and then today, dude. I went to the dentist because I'm done with my braces and now I've known I had to get crowns like because they had to shave my teeth to get them to move. Freaking, do you know that it costs 40 grand? The bottom row is 20 grand and the top row is 20 grand. You're doing, you have to do all of them? No, that's not for all of them. Premolar to premolar. I was like, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to take this pamphlet home. Thank you so much. <laughs> like there's no friggin' way. Apparently it's $400 for a foundation build. Yeah. And then like two grand for a crown. Yeah. And really, I, I thought we were doing canine to canine, which in itself is a lot. Three, 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 three. Oh, you're doing like, the front ones. Yeah. Oh, Those never, are the ones they shaved. I've never done the, I've only, I've got crowns all on either side in the back. No, I yeah. wouldn't even bother, dude. You can't even see back there. Well, it's, I think mostly for ability to chew. That's what they kept saying. But I, I, um, they shaved all these, mm -hmm. so they're all crazy. So they have to make it look like a whole tooth or right. act as a whole tooth. I was like, it put me into a depression on the whole way home. I yeah. was like, I can't believe this. There's no way I can pay it. You know, I just, I can't. And I, I've been looking forward to it because once I get the crowns on, then I get my final retainer. So I was like bummed. And then I walked in the door and my sister is here and she cleaned my whole office and lit a candle Aww. so that I'd be ready for the podcast. So Probably. then my depression went away instantly and I'm fine, but I just. I just told her, I'm like, pull them all and get me dentures, dude. I can't afford this it's right now. It's more expensive. Times are tough. So so my options are, I think, to just deal with these until they decay from being shaved or start an OnlyFans. I don't know. I mean, I'll vote OnlyFans every day mm -hmm. of the week, but you could also get a second opinion. Go get a consult at another dentist. And I see feel like if that would be cheating. She's worked so hard to get me here. It's not cheating. You and your dentist are, it's a business customer relationship. Then I was like, what if I go to another country and just get veneers? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I guess. I'm going to research, but it's a bummer, man. Not that I care about the aesthetics. 
Like I'm used to having crooked teeth, but I've had braces for two freaking years. Yeah. Like I busted my butt to have an all right smile. And now this is really like a stupid problem to have. There's people who have zero teeth. There's people who have conditions where their teeth become brown. There's people with no arms. And right. I'm right, but that right, but you're in this situation and it sucks and it's, it is a lot of but believe me, Dave hates the second I'm like I have a dentist appointment. He's like, No, 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 no. Because all my teeth in my head are just so rotten over the years that I have to just keep going in. And dental work, if here's here's the best part. Lasts anywhere from ten to fifteen years before you have to redo it. So you'll go and do this, and then in 10 or 15 years, they're going to be like, that crown is wonky. We're going to have to replace it. And you're like, touch it, and I'll fuck, I'll kill you. I'm fine one crown at a time, but I'm not trying to. Yeah, it's a lot. I was shocked, and then I had to play it off like I wasn't shocked. I'm like, How could is anybody this- not be shocked by that amount of money? You could go buy a car, a very nice car. Well, first she's like, and live all it. right, it's going to be $9,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much better than I thought it was. Like, I still don't have it, but like that, I thought that was a one in front of the nine. And she's like, where? And I was like, right there. And she's like, oh, wait, it is. Hmm. And I was like, uh, okay, so it's 19 for uh, the top and the bottom. She's like, no, this is just for the top. And a single tear streamed down my face. <laughs> and I'm like, where's the rest of it? Where is the price? Do you guys take food stamps? Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. I mean, that's insanity. What even are teeth, honestly? I don't know. But it is. It's a lot. I could have researched. I've had years of braces. I knew the crowns were coming. Honestly, I just I could have researched. Anyway, that's well, all that I have. Happening. I would get, I would definitely get another opinion. I don't, there's nothing wrong with that, especially at that price. Uh, but then I have to pay. No, you'll get a consult for free. Oh. Yeah. The consult is free. So you just go to another dentist that in the area who like Google. <sighs> what? I know somebody. There you go. This is a great idea, actually. I'm going to go to the, this lady was going to, all right. Yeah. You you can figure this out. I know you can. I had to just like, have this conversation with, uh, nope. I just had to, I just had this conversation with Matthias. So um, he has a couple of different coaches for pole vaulting, right? There's some that are local. There's some that we drive a very long way away to go to, to see, And when both of the coaches are there at the meets together, he gets upset and worried because he's like, they're going to think I'm cheating on them. Like how you just said with your dentist, where he's like, this coach will think I don't like him as much as this coach because I was talking to him. And we were like, bud, Mm -hmm. this is a business relationship. We pay these people. Are they nice people? Do we like them? Absolutely. Are they doing a job? Yes. You are the client. They are the coach. It's a transactional relationship. When you are there, that coach is being paid for his time to talk to you and Mm. coach you. You do not have to feel bad that the other coach is standing over there watching this happen because last week we just paid him. So it just depends. I said, you can't look at this as anything other than a business relationship. Now, you want to talk about an empath. That's Matthias, right? The mm. big, huge emotions, always worried about hurting, if, if anybody's hurting or how they're feeling. But we had to explain that that is part of 
having, as you grow up, you start to have these relationships where this is a, this is a transaction. You might like your dentist. You might think that she's a nice lady. You might, you know, want to go have coffee with her. I doubt it. You don't like to, yeah. But the point is there is a transactional relationship that is there. If it is not what you feel comfortable with, you go someplace else and you get another opinion. Mm. I did it. Mm. I left my dentist halfway through after the fake tooth. I up and left. I was like, you overcharged me through the nose and I am going to find someone else. And I said, cancel all of my appointments, cancel everything in the future. I am out of here. And mm. they were like, oh my gosh. And I was like, no, you, you screwed me, man. Mm. And so I went and I found somebody else. I told them up front exactly what happened to me. And I said, I don't want this to happen again. Are you going to be fair with your pricing? This is the work I have to have done. It was half. All right. I'm going to go to this lady. Yeah. After this, after this podcast, you give her a ring-a-ding. I will. Because she was going to do veneers or something for me back when before braces when mm. I was like desperate. And she gave me a 3D rendering and everything. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, that's hideous. I have to get braces. And um, so now maybe she has something better to work with, I think. And I would. We'll see. I would I would guess hands down she absolutely does. And then you, you know. And it's what she does. Like it's a smile design type place. So we'll see. I don't know. I just, I don't want to spend more than $10 right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it with me, dude. Uh, let's see. We had the state meet this weekend. So Matias has been struggling a lot lately because he had a couple of injuries with pole vault. He had the concussion. He had the flu. He was really struggling. We were super worried about the state meet. And the weekend before, Brian went to the middle school state meet and placed sixth and just did kick ass. Hmm. And so I think that also was in his mind like, oh my gosh, my little brother yeah. did so good and now, you know, mm -hmm. so there were nerves in there. And so we get there and, uh, he's warming up and he's, he's doing well and he's clearing first bar, second bar, third bar, fourth bar. And I was just like, damn, he's really, he's doing great. Like I was so proud of him. He was overcoming all of these mental obstacles. He was there. He was having fun. He looked good. Gets on the runway to jump the next bar uh, starts to run, falls to the ground, <gasps> crying with a crazy calf cramp just on the ground. No. Yeah. The, the call the trainer over. They're trying to stretch him out. They move him off the runway. Oh, it was so insane. And then did he get a second shot? So they or is said that to it? him, you can have another chance. You just got to get back up and you got to, you got to run through. And if you, if you can make it, then you're good because it was, you get, there are a lot of rules in pole vaulting. You get so much time to be on the runway, this, that, the other thing. And this was a clear injury. It had nothing to do with him, you know, jumping up over the bar. He had the calf cramp before. So <laughs> they get him stretched out. He's standing up, he's walking around. They're like, okay, it's his turn again. You know, so maybe, maybe five, 10 minutes had gone by, whatever, right? So he gets back up on the runway. He starts to run, <gasps> sack of potatoes, falls down, calf just seized, seized up. So I'm sitting there and I go, this sucks because this is it. This is states. This is it. So I'm trying to look at the score sheet 
to figure out if he placed in the top eight to medal on the podium. And I couldn't How? tell because they have if live he didn't run. This was his fourth jump. So he had already beat however many other kids that had come through. Right. Oh so I was trying to see like, okay, is he top eight? Cause that would really suck if this happened like at nine. Right. So mm. we're looking and I'm, I couldn't, I couldn't count, like you have to count X's and O's for passes and fails and da, da, da. And I'm like going through and I'm like, I can't tell. I can't tell if he's eight or nine or, or what. And one of the other dads was there whose kid Matthias jumps with, um, down in, in, uh, Mims. And he's like, I'm almost positive. He's seventh. I'm almost positive. He's seventh. I'm looking at this. And I, if this kid misses, he's seventh. And so you never want to be sitting there watching another kid being like, I hope you miss. Mm. because then my kid is seventh, but he missed. And I looked at him and he's like, I'm a hundred percent positive. He's seventh. So then I'm counting the kids for the next round. And there were six, which would have made him seventh. So I was like, okay. So he did end up meddling. He was seventh in the state. Um, so it was good, but you know, his poor, he was just, I think his body was so overworked and so tired at the end of season so they agreed that this next coming up season, they're not going to, they're not going to work as often. They're going to work hard, but not as often as they were. Cause it was just For the whole much. team. No, no. Well, he's the, he's the whole team. It's just him. I mean, he's the pole vaulting team for the high school. There's one other boy, um, who did make it to regionals this year, but, um, like they, you know, Matias does this by himself basically. Oh my God, the pressure. Well, I mean, there's usually what? not big pole vaulting teams. There's a couple of kids usually that pole vault because it's out of the whole track. So there's all the different events. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I would die if I was the team. <laughs> it's fine. The pressure, I would, I would fall on the ground. No, he's just more worried about because he wants to do this in college. You know, his big thing is like... Yeah. So I was like, look, buddy, I was like, you had a great finish to the year. You overcame a lot of mental obstacles. I'm really proud of you. Now take a month off. Mm. Just hang out and be a normal kid. Don't go to practice five days a week, you know, like mm -hmm. just hang out, cut the grass because your lazy ass hasn't done that in forever mm -hmm. and we'll be good. So he's been enjoying um, hanging out. He had a date the other night, you know, like being a normal kid. So I was like, this is good. So, but of course I had my in-laws and my parents here and it was a constant back and forth of just trying Why? to figure out because they came to see the state meet. Oh my God. So I had my hands full of dealing with aging parents and in-laws who, you know, can barely walk themselves at places anymore because they're getting so old that you're constantly like, I lost his dad at one point, Dave's dad. And I was like, I don't know where your dad went. I lost him. I was looking for him under the stadium. I can't find him. And he just left. And I was like, you can't just leave when there are people waiting for you. You can't leave. You have to wait here. You have to tell somebody that. And it's literally, you're like having a conversation with a toddler and you're like, you can't leave. I didn't know if you went into the parking lot. We were worried about you. Plus there's some stuff. Yeah, but I mean, he's 81. Right. So he like is brain stuff. No, I just mean he's old. I mean, he's getting older. He's 81. Yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh, like you got to, like, you can't leave when people are looking for you. You can't just be like, well, I'll go wait at the car. I didn't know you were waiting at the car. 
So like those types of things. And it just is all, that's it's a lot of stress when you're just trying to like watch your kid and then you're hearing your in-laws, are, you know, are complaining that it's hot and it is hot. It's too hot for you to be out here. We talked about that. And then my parents, you know, which are substantially younger, you know, by 20 years. So, but my dad can barely walk. He's got a bum leg. So you're like, oh, you know, like, please don't fall down the stairs, dad. You know, so it's a very right. different um it's just very different and it's, 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 it's what it is, but I'm just trying to remember like people can read my face. I don't hide things well. So I'm just trying to remember that when I, when I interact. So that was the weekend, uh, which it was very nice to have everybody kind of together and, you know, but like, they're like, it's going to be an hour and 10 minutes for your table. This is at dinner afterwards. And I was like, that won't work Mm -mm. because I've got, Four old people mm. that need to be fed and three children. Mm. So what else do you have for me? I was like, we'll sit outside. The sun is down. They're like, no, patio is closed. I'm like, okay, what else do you have? And it was uh, graduation weekend. Mm. So the whole place with all the restaurants full. Yeah. So I finally, the woman was like, the high top tables are open if you want to take them. And I'm like, that could be dangerous. It's a fall mm. hazard. <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like, okay. I was like, that's fine. We're going to push a bunch of them together and we're going to figure this out just so we can order. And it worked out fine. But I was like, oh, we can't leave them here for an hour. I was like, that's what? a lot. It's, I was like, we got to, it's late. I was like, they haven't eaten. It's 830. I was like, this mm. is a problem. So but anyway, it's, um, it was a long weekend, but it was good. And then yesterday, <laughs> Sophia comes home, she walks in the door, she sits down, she just starts bawling her eyes out. I said, what, what happened? I got a D in math. I've never had a D before. Ugh, she's crying. So I didn't yell. I said, okay. Um, our grades closed. Is this it? Yes, I talked to him three times about extra credit. I don't know what to do. I don't know how this happened. I said, all right, let's back up. Mm. Let's back up because I'm not, I'm not going to yell. But we do know how this happened. And it's a familiar tale. And that is that you procrastinate. You don't do your work. You don't study for your tests. And then you turn your stuff in late so you can't get full credit. And when you're studying until 11 o'clock at night and you have to get up at 545 to go in and take a math test, you aren't prepared. So I think we know how it happened. All of those things will definitely do it. Yeah. So she's like, but I turned it around. I said, two weeks ago doesn't count because it's been all semester. Is it just math? That was the only thing she's had, had the D in. Yeah. Is that like the only thing that she struggles? Yeah, with? but we've done tutoring. We've done, mm. you know, like we've we've done these things. So I said to her, I was like, look, and here's the best part, which is super confusing. She got a four on the math state math test. I remember that. So I, I was like, you clearly do understand a large majority of these components because if you're getting a four, which equates to basically a really good B, if a five is an A. Right, right. So I was like, listen, I was like, it is what it is. If this is the end of it, fine. 
But I said, what we're going to do is you're going to take pre-algebra over again in summer school online because you can't go and take algebra as a freshman if you don't have the pre-algebra fundamentals ready. So I said, you're not so pissed. Well, she's like, why are you punishing me? I said, who's being punished? I said, do you want a punishment? Because we can come up with a punishment because this isn't a punishment. This is you didn't pass. Well, I didn't Mm. fail. I said, I don't think a D counts as passing really. What a D means is you didn't get it. You didn't comprehend. And the reason I know that is because I never understood math. I rarely, if, if I got a C in a math class, it was because I am charismatic and I know how to be- beg, borrow, and steal to get to a C. Okay? I will just say you're charismatic. I am. I will get you to do what I want you to do. And I had plenty a math teacher talked into, how about that C? Let's talk about that C. What can we do for that C? What, what, what you got? What you want? What you need? Because yep. I could do that up into a certain point. Now, in college never passed a math class in college. Um, what are you saying right now, Meredith? You mean to tell me that you argued your way from a C plus to an A minus? You flirted your way into good grades because you no, did a they were and all female. They were all female math teachers. I'm just saying I would always go in and what extra credit could I do? What this could I do? Could I retake this? I'm really, you know, like you just, I went in and said, I care about this grade. I'm trying what else can I do to get a better grade? So I said the same thing to her. I said, ask about extra credit. If there are assignments that you could redo, talk to the teacher, you know, talk to the teacher. That's it. But you have to learn the fundamentals because she'll be in the same boat that I was in where I couldn't pass a college math class. Mm. And for her, there will be consequences because she wants to go to nursing school. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's a good mom move. Having her do pre-algebra over the summer, like that's a mom to mom that's badass, but so, the that's teenager in me is so mad at you right now. Listen, for ruining my summer. It's one class. If she can spend an hour, an hour and a half a day on one class over the summer, she needs math to to for nursing school. They're not going to just give you a syringe and be like, take a guess at the dosage, kid. We know you don't <laughs> know math, but just go on in there and shoot them up with uh, 0.5 of whatever. Like, no. No, I will. I would want, you know. Yeah, I never touched the math world, right? So I didn't. It's good. It was okay that it ended out that way for me. I did pass one college math class called liberal arts math, which doesn't even sound real. And shame on that college for teaching it because I don't Mm. even think it's a real thing. But um, no, she she's obviously if she got a four. What grade is she in? Eighth, going into ninth. Hmm. So she's got to, she's got to retake it. Yeah. If she isn't, somebody says, if she can pass the state test, what's the issue in the class? If it isn't doing her work, why are extracurriculars even an option? Ooh, if she wants to go to nursing school, she better get very used to doing math. So here's the thing. Could I take away all of her extracurriculars over the summer as a punishment for this? Sure. Do I think she's going to learn anything from that? No. I think sitting her through that class again is going to be a very good reminder that you have to show up and do your shit. Agree. Uh, Because if we're being honest, and I think we do that here to a fault. It would be a punishment for you. Correct. It'd be a punishment for me. And I'm not looking for that type of negativity in my life at this moment. (laughs) Amen. Because I am working a ton over the summer. 
I am gone almost weekly for shows. And so there's going to be a lot of in and out. And so the kids are going to need to kind of fend for themselves. I mean, Dave will be here, but like, that's not what I need. What she needs is to go to fundamentals. I agree. So I was like, I'm not going to yell at you. I don't, we don't need to have a, a, we all know what happened. Mm. You didn't put in the work or the effort and we have to do it again. So it's okay. There's plenty of things that I have to do over and over again until I figure it out. Mm. That's life. Wow. I just, I can't even believe it, Summer. I know. What camps are your kids doing? uh, They're doing one at a jumpy place. Oh, nice. And then they're doing another one at a... uh, Chloe's cheer gym, mm. pretty much like open gym, tumbling, run around type situation. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe something else. Maybe not. We're just, ta- you know, we're taking it one week at a time. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, we're doing, I got Brian signed up for three weeks of basketball camp. Love it to get him out of the house. He has a friend who loves to play basketball. And I was like, now you like to play basketball. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. So he's excited about that because it has been interesting for him um, finishing out this year homeschooled or virtual schooled, however you want to call it. So I was like, go hang. Yeah. Like we, you don't have to be here all the time. Hang out with your friends. Um, What What happened? Can you see me? Yeah. Did it go black again? Yeah, dude. This is so weird. You really have some weird computer issues. It's so weird. That has to be a plug on your monitor that's shorting out. I mean, you're probably right, dude. It's got to be because this thing was unplugged when I got in here and I just plugged it back in, but it's so weird. It's almost, is there a screen timeout? (gasps) Maybe there's a screen timeout. Move your mouse. Well, I just did. And it didn't turn back on. No, it's on now. Oh, well, then there you go. But maybe it goes to sleep. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I didn't poop all over my arm, by the way. I've been painting, obviously. Mm. Well, that's good. You enjoying your painting? Yeah, it's the only thing I enjoy. Um, That was dark. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's... uh, I was trying to lay in bed and go to sleep last night and I couldn't stop thinking about this mushroom house and how I needed to fix the roof. And so I came downstairs until two in the morning and it's probably a mental illness, but it brings me a lot of joy to just zone out and paint. And I don't know what I'm going to do with the painting when I'm done because nobody's going to want to want it. Maybe I'll give it to my sister. Didn't you used to sell a bunch of your stuff? I did. So why don't you do that again? New collection. It um stopped. I stopped doing it as an escape and started doing it to make money. And then it became a job and something I no longer enjoyed. So I've made a decision not to sell my paintings. Oh. Because the paintings are what I do to escape from work and responsibilities. And when I, when I paint with the idea that this is going to be in someone's house, it adds an element of like pressure and it doesn't come from my heart. It comes from what I think people would want aesthetically. 
So Mm -hmm. all the paintings I've done recently are very oddly specific to what my brain wants and will probably not look good in anyone's house. I don't think that's why people would buy it though. I think people are buying it as a piece of you. So I think if, and, and also think about this, right? Like there, there always will be, you can always do something that is for fun right? Like you can always have things that you do that are for fun, or it's definitely more of a hobby than work or whatever. And it brings you joy and it brings you excitement and all of these things. But if if what I'm saying is if when you're done, you look at this and you think, this might make somebody happy, then decide, not going into it with the decision of I will sell these. But at the end, when you're like, oh, this, I think this would make somebody's heart happy then maybe do it. Not like you have to do it. I feel that way about one painting that I did recently. And I even tried to make prints, but I don't know how, and they didn't come out very well. So I've just put it, I've shelved it. But a lot of people, this painting that I did really resonated with them. Also, Mm -hmm. it was like when I felt trapped in my house and I couldn't, and the world outside was so colorful. I think I showed you that one. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is those those types of things I think are the ones that you should be like, because it's putting something good out into the world that would make somebody else happy, that it shouldn't feel like this, it's a, it's this work thing. It's like, I did this. And if somebody is like, I will pay you for that because I love it so much. Well, shit, that's like the best job you could have. Yeah. You know, outside looking in, I don't have any of those talents. It's not talent. Uh, oh, sure it is. no. I don't have the ability to think of something in my head and put it on like it's painstaking. It's trying it and then wiping it off and then trying again and wiping it off of the canvas. Like I, I'm just going along. Like it's, you know, some people can just put the paint to the thing and be done in an hour and it's a masterpiece. I, my shit takes weeks because I, it's never good enough and I don't know what I'm doing anyway. It's a painstaking process that comes from the heart that mm-hmm. people relate to is mm-hmm. a talent. No. Take the win because that's what it is. And if you ever decide you want to share it with the world, then share it. If you don't, yeah. you don't have to. So Thanks. it's just, I'm just saying those are something that is something that you could do because people would like, we just like your mermaid one that you gave to Sophia. Mm. She redid her, redid her room. So we said to her, if you will sell your furniture on Facebook marketplace and whatever we get for it, that's the budget you have to purchase new furniture. So she sold her dresser and her vanity and her bed for 300 bucks. So I was like, good luck. You're not going to find much. Um, and we went to Ikea and she got it. Oh, she got, we found a bed clearanced out for a hundred. You had to whittle the wood yourself. Probably. <laughs> no, she got it. It was a little over. She was like three thirty six or something. Mm. Um, but she got a new dresser. She got a cart for her, her makeup stuff and she got a bed and she already had a desk in there. So she kept it, but you know what I mean? Like we were like, Hey, here you go. That can be yours. And, um, we sold it to this couple who has four kids and their girl got, they bought this bedroom set for their daughter. One of the only girl is what I was trying to say, three boys and a girl and it's pouring down rain and they come backing up with this trailer and I'm helping them load this stuff into the truck. And she's like, 
I know you. And I was like, hi, <laughs> you know, how are you doing? And we're talking or whatever. And she's like, my, I, I, my, my daughter's going to love this. And I said, so did mine. I said, how old's your daughter? And she's like nine. I was like, I think we got this for Sophia at nine or 10. We've had it for, for years. I was like, it's good furniture. Um, but she was just ready for, you know, she's 14 now. So she was like, it's kind of, you know, for a little girl. And I was like, I think it's going to be perfect for your daughter because it was, it's a great bedroom set. She's like, I know we tried to order one just like this, but it was going to take two months to get in and her bed's broken. She's sleeping on the, on a mattress. I was like, here you go. I hope use it in good health. Mm. I was like, I hope it works. And that's why I like doing those types of things. And like, you know, it's, I'm not selling it for much. Like it's, it's four years old. Like, here you go. Like, I don't need mm-hmm. it anymore. 300 bucks. Boom. We go to Ikea. We get what we need. Everybody's happy. Happy little yep. clams. I just sold uh, my couch. We spent like maybe four grand on it. Oh my gosh. And uh, I sold it for 200 bucks yesterday to oh. my friend who's such a good dad. I was like, it's yours. It's yours. Take it. 200 bucks. Which is not what I was going to sell it for, right. but he's such a good dad. I'm like, come on, I got to, I yeah. got to do it. That's so. tough. We just got, we just bought a new couch. Ours broke back in January. Yeah. Who buys a couch for four grand anyway? I don't know why we thought we were the Kardashians for a second. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what was going on in our heads, but we're like, this is it. This is who we are now. And then I hated it. Oh, you didn't like it. No, well, no, it's, it doesn't match my decor anymore. And it wasn't like a chill and sleep couch. I I wanted it because it reclined and it had USB ports in it. And mostly it was Drew who wanted it. Mm. Okay. And it was a little out of my budget. I think we all know that Goodwill is my favorite store. I'll go there today and get a couch. But it was one of those things we splurged on. And then now I, I don't even like it being here. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I totally understand that. That was a good, that was a good sale. Yeah. My, uh, friends like give it to Andy for 200 and get it out of your house immediately. Yeah. And then she started sending me links to new couches. Yeah. So we, I'll have to show you after the podcast, I'll have to FaceTime you to show you what our living room looks like right now. Cause it's <laughs> a disaster. So we have the couch that we bought three years ago when we moved in. Mm-hmm. We got the couch delivered yesterday. My blue couch. It's all sitting. None of the match. There's not a single thing Your in there. Blue that couch from my, the old, old house? Yeah. My blue couch has moved in there now because we're all, you got to think my kids are all so big now. We can't fit on a couch. So we Aww. need multiple amounts of seating. And Dave was determined to get a recliner. Because he's like, my neck hurts and I need to be able to recline properly. And I was like, okay, you old fart. He's an old man. So I was like, that's fine. So he got that. But like nothing in our living room. When you said it doesn't match my decor, you're going to shit yourself when you see what my living room looks like. Because it is ridiculous. And I was just like, whatever. I don't care. I don't care what it looks like. We aren't those people that anything matches or looks good. Like it's just a disaster. Um, Yeah. I, my How do you break couches so quick? My kid, Brian, he ran, jumped on it, and busted out the two-by-fours in the back of the couch. Broke mm. them. So there you go. I, my first couch, when I moved out of the halfway house, all of our furniture was donated by a church because they found out that there was a pregnant 
woman moving out of a halfway house starting over. So not, I mean, none of it matched, but I, I was so freaking grateful that I cried. Mm -hmm. Like it was the most amazing. And then the second couch I got on Facebook marketplace for like 50, like I never gave it a crap and I knew it was going to get destroyed anyway. So this was like the, the one thing that I'm like, we have a fancy and I hate it. I, Mm -hmm. I never, it wasn't even comfortable. It was just not worth the hype. So, so I think I'm going to go on Facebook marketplace and see if I could find one that's been broken in. Dude, these lawn people keep coming over and I don't know if I'm supposed to pay them. I don't know who they work for, but this is the second time this week they've been cutting my grass. Is it only in the front? No, in the back too. Oh, well, that that would be your lawn service then. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know who they are or how to pay them. I just, there's a lot of stuff I have left to learn. Yeah, it's okay. One day at a time. I'm grateful. I'm just, is the IRS going to sh- show up? Like the I cops? Like No, I don't think for a lawn service. No, I think you're. I haven't paid them yet. Anyway, they'll um, find, they know where you live. Yeah. They will find a way to get paid. That's, I'm just going to draw the blinds closed and <laughs> not make eye contact. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, this, I mean, it had to do with parenting this episode. Yeah. We did a lot of parenting talk. A lot of parenting talk. Should we do topics? Let's ask the audience. Listen. We since we've come back, things have been different. We don't even do the intro right. No. We just catch up and talk about what's been going on. There's no topics. There's no rhyme or reason. What would you like us to implement? What would you do? You, is there anything from the old version that you want us to add back in? Um, maybe let us know somewhere. I mean, I'm not going to answer your emails, but maybe Meredith will. I don't know. I feel like we should ask because I I lay awake at night and I'm like, what if everybody hates this? Because we just show up and slap our gums around, gums. Yeah, gums. I think are thighs. Yeah, I know. I just so, thought okay. that. That's weird. That would be conspiracy theories. Listen, do don't ask love, me twice. Look, they do love your when you bring your conspiracy theories. Oh, I feel thanks. like I could do a whole episode, but I don't think you'd enjoy it about all of the trash reality TV that I watch. I think I would have to watch some of it to understand because, like, I've got. Like my kids now into it. Like I watched Love is Blind with Matthias and he loves that. I got Brian into watching this show on TLC called Unexpected, which is basically their ripoff version of Teen Mom from MTV. Oh, I met a Teen Mom. From MTV? Yeah. Uh, so I watch a ton of that. I don't know that that would be anything anybody would be interested in. But um, yeah, I mean, we can do whatever people want. They're saying take calls again. Maybe just leave them in the comments and we'll go back and read them. And yeah. Me and Meredith will chat about it. Yeah. We could take calls again. I mean, that's just something Dave has to get set up, which he can do. Not it. Well, he, he'll he do that. The one in Sarasota. I was at a cheer competition and this lady came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, I hate to do this to you because I've got Mac on my team and we can't make it two feet without somebody stopping her. But I just have to tell you, I'm a huge fan, da, da, da. And I'm like, thank you. And I have no clue what Mac is or what she's talking about. But I was like, okay, cool. So whatever. And then later on, she came running up to me. She's like, I'm so sorry to do this again, but uh, Mac wants a picture. And I'm like, okay. And it's a girl like in a shiny like bralette and she's beautiful. 
gorgeous, amazingly gorgeous. And she's like, I'm Mackenzie. And I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, she just keeps getting stopped. And I'm like, oh, cool. What do you do? What do you do? Like, how do people know who you are? And then she said I was on 16 or teen mom or whatever. And, uh, she was nice. And her kid is on the cheering team, I assume. I don't know. She's a coach for the cheer team. She coaches cheerleading, but like I, at that point I was so overstimulated and overwhelmed and I just wanted to go back to the hotel room that I felt like a real big B word. Cause mm -hmm. I wasn't like my normal self. I was like a little downtrodden. And so I'm like smiling and I didn't, but then later on I realized a lot of people know her and like her, I guess. But then I found out a couple of other things and <laughs> she's like, we should, um, collab. And I was like, I, I, I have to wear a shirt <laughs> if we do. I made a joke too. I'm like, should I take my shirt off? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing? But she's beautiful. If I was her, I'd never have a shirt on. Anyway, but she was sweet. She was nice. She's sweet. Her name's Mackenzie something. Mackenzie Mickey. Mickey. I, I remember. I watched all of that. I didn't. I love reality TV so much. Yeah. Well, c tell me what you want me to research and I'll research and we could talk about it. Maybe we give everybody an assignment of an episode to watch. And we, we discuss could. It. But can you watch just one episode to get the full picture? No, I mean, you could, you, you'll know if you're interested in an episode or two, you know, and if you're not, then you bail on it. But, um, did you, did you watch Mind Hunters? No, I started, excuse me. I started to. It took, it took two episodes to get into. There's only two seasons, but you know, it's about how the FBI developed the protocol for um, profiling serial killers. I see. Uh, yeah, I think so. It starts with like a guy in a doorway with no pants on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying if you want to give that another try, that was, we just finished that. We binged it in a couple of days and that was really good because that's the actual legitimate story of how the FBI learned how to profile serial killers. All right. So I'd very interesting. Um, I was mad that they didn't come up with another season because the whole time they're baiting you that they're going to like get BTK. And unfortunately they don't, they didn't renew the show, which was stupid. But anyway. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Cause I was like, I want to see how they caught BTK, but it was literally with just how they created the profiling. I know how they caught BTK. Right. No, I know too. But I mean, I thought it was going to be in the show. Right. And it was a bummer. But anyway, um, it's a good, it was good. I enjoyed it. Dave All liked right. it. Well, if I find myself with energy, I don't have any remotes. What? I don't know how to work any of the TVs in the house, dude. Where are your remotes? They were on Drew's phone. And that, so I just haven't watched TV. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. I swear. I think I can probably like buy. buy Do you universe. want? I'm going to have Dave call you and okay. we'll get you the proper remotes for your TV. That's Thank there's you. no way to live like that. I don't even know. I couldn't survive a day. Well, this is what I let's say the. Let's say her name is Megan. I'm like, Megan, go right. Megan, go up. Megan, select. Me nope, Megan, go back. Like you have to give <laughs> commands every time. And I'm like, this is too much. So I just don't watch it. 
anymore. Yeah, just... you can get universal remotes. I'll uh, we'll get them sent to your house. You're just gonna have to tell Dave the types of TVs you have, and we can have those Amazoned over. Thank you. I appreciate. It. You can't live like that. I would I be mean, no. I feel, I felt like it was the universe, like do something with your life. Oh, Hey, that's not a bad idea. Somebody said, send Dave over and have her help with anything she needs over a weekend. We, um, might be coming. Um, we'll, we'll catch, catch this offline, but we might be coming in June. Okay. So we could, we could stop and come for a day and you know, if there's things you need help with or whatever, he can work on some stuff and that's so sweet, but we'll get you the remotes before then. Cause I don't know how you're surviving. I'm fine. I can't live without TV. Yeah, I I was thinking about that the other day. I like I can. There's no, there's nothing. I'm an addict. Okay. I need it. All right. Well, I support you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll. I'm gonna pee my pants. We have okay. to wrap this up. Let's but I love then. you. Thank you for being nice and caring, and everybody for caring. Thank you. Join us Thank next for- week for another episode of Take It or, or Leave It. Leave it. An advicious podcast for posted by what? two struggling moms who have, have no idea, idea what we're doing. Doing. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Sorry. Love you. <laughs> Bye.